Welcome to the CRM Etc. Show with your host Kathy Hahn. Hi, Kathy Hahn here to help shed some light about CRM and e-commerce solutions and online tools to help you grow your business. We'll explore various available options so that when you are ready to choose a product, you will have more information and be able to make the right choice for your business. The goal here is to help you systemize, automate, and be more productive. Hi, Kathy Hahn here with Ian Clyde of Avalara, the great tax solution that integrates with QuickBooks. Uh, he is the national sales director for Avalara. So about 20% of all the tax rates or boundaries change each year. And then there are millions of products and services that have taxability changes. So. Uh, you know, I mentioned tax on labor for installation of tangible property. Twenty, I think, twenty-two or twenty-three states tax it. Last I checked. Let's let me give another example where it's uh, there's been a lot of changes, and and that's downloadable software. So, three or four years ago, I gave a presentation at a conference. And I had asked one of our tax specialists to give me what we call a T&E sheet, tax and exempt sheet. So it's a matrix broken out by state telling me how that particular product category is taxed. And it was 23 states that taxed downloadable software. Gee. I checked about two months ago, it was 33 states. So in the last four years, about 10 states have passed legislation making downloadable software taxable in their state. Those changes, if you don't know they happened and you're not charging tax on some level of sales that may be significant to you, could be a, a very costly mistake. And, you know, that's the challenge of doing it manually is you have to stay up on each individual state's, not only their rates, but also their rules. That can be a, that can be a big challenge. Right. I can see where this service is a huge savings for companies that sell products that could be taxable. Yep, absolutely. And is there anything new in legislation that they're talking about to where they're talking about interstate tax and is that something that comes up on a regular basis? Yeah, well, so uh, <laughs> it was about a year or two ago the Marketplace Fairness Act passed the Senate and went into the House of Representatives. It's been sitting there ever since. And a lot of people think of that as a national sales tax, but it's really not what it is. It's a, it's potentially le it's legislation that would create a scenario where more companies were required to collect and remit tax. So if you think about internet companies that may not have any physical presence in a state, if they were bigger internet companies, it would require them to collect and remit tax. So you can think of that as economic nexus. So right now, that legislation is just sitting there. There's two different approaches that are being considered. One of them is 
based around origin sourcing, meaning a, a company that's required to collect tax in this scenario would collect tax based upon their location of where they're at, but they would have to remit the tax to the state where it was sold to. The challenge there is that the tax rates of where you buy it are not the same as where it's being delivered. Um, so that, but it is a it, it is a a consideration. The other consideration is based upon destination sourcing, meaning that when somebody sells to a state, they have to collect tax based upon the ship to location. That's the common scenario in in almost all out of state uh, transactions today. In this case, uh, what's currently being considered is that this would it would have limits to a state's authority to audit small sellers, meaning if a small seller was required to collect tax throughout the whole United States, there would be limits to how much audit exposure they would have, meaning they, that they wouldn't be able to just line up 10 states or 20 states and audit them. Not sure how they would implement that, but that's that's one of the discussions. The other is a collection exemption for really small sellers, meaning they don't have to do it. And thirdly, a provision to potentially provide free software to all the sellers who have to start collecting. So that legislation is out there. Uh, you know, we have no real idea of if, how, or when that will happen. It's completely debatable, but it's been a, you know, it is a very hot topic uh, from an economic standpoint. You know, from a company, uh, an Avalara perspective, uh, we're really neutral on it. Uh, we understand that companies have sales tax challenges with or without uh, any type of legislation. So, um, we keep an eye on it, but uh, it's not really significant to our business. Uh, if that legislation passes, we'll evaluate what that means then. Um, but for now, it's just kind of sitting there uh, being discussed in the House of Representatives. That's been in the works kind of for a couple of years, right? It's been in the works for a lot of years. So, you know, it really started... Uh, as the internet grew and internet retailers were doing billions of dollars in sales where the states were not getting any revenue for it. So if you go back and think about what was happening in 2008 and 2009 when uh, you know we were in a recession, every state had a budget deficit. Not every state, but lots of states had massive budget deficits. Sales tax was a good way to get some money back. So, you know, they did a lot of things. They pushed for national legislation um, as well. They added a lot of auditors back then. And although the economy's turned around, they haven't let those auditors go. Uh, so there's still a lot more companies getting audited today. But, sure, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with legislation. Uh, you know, the Internet's certainly not going anywhere, and sales of products and services through the internet are going to continue to grow and the date the debate will continue until some type of resolution comes about we'll see what happens sure so talking about growing and our growing economy um, would you have a few recommendations uh, about growing a business today 
Yeah, you, you know, I have one big one um, that I would throw out there, and that's that, you know, with the change in the economy, people are buying for different reasons. So, you know, our business continues to grow. The reason people buy a compliance solution uh, may really be the same. It's, you know, sales tax is a non-business building activity, but it's a compliance requirement for a lot of companies that carries a lot of risk. If you can outsource it, generally that makes sense. Five years ago, the whole concept was we're strapped for cash. The economy is just in the dirt. So we're trying to figure out how to save money, and automating things can save money. Well, the message is a lot different today, even though that still is important and it's real. Today, if you talk to businesses, it's much less about cutting costs. We're back into a growth mode in the economy. What's, you know, the, the message that, that we hear is we're interested in being able to scale our business and grow quickly. So the solution is the same, automation, but one of the big motivation motivators for companies to make a, a buying decision uh, is, is that it's about being able to grow quickly and, and not being caught up in the, the burden of, of compliance. It's how fast can we grow, not how quickly can we cut costs because the, uh, the economy's uh, not doing well. So very different. So I would recommend that companies take a look at their messaging and make sure that it's relevant to today's business environment. You know, a lot of companies think, well, this is what I've been doing for years. I'll just keep doing it. In a lot of cases, that makes sense. But for some businesses, uh, they got to change with the changing times in order to continue to be successful. Right, that little bit of investment up front is going to save them a lot of dollars in the long run. Yep, absolutely. So do you have anything new coming up or anything important that you'd like to talk about besides this uh, Marketplace Fairness Act? Well, uh, you know, there's interesting things going on at Avalara. Uh We continue to grow and expand. Um, we have over the last five years gone from primarily working just in the United States. Today uh, we support over a hundred countries worldwide for our rate solution. We uh, have 10 million UPC codes mapped to sales tax content. That uh, is part of an acquisition we made, I believe it was last year. We're working on the next generation of the Avatax tax engine, which the goal of that solution is to provide uh, the ability to handle different tax types. So right now, our tax engine, our sales tax engine, handles sales and use tax and VAT tax, but there are things like fuel taxes and telecommunication taxes and hospitality taxes uh, tobacco and alcohol taxes, those are all different tax types. That's something that we're working on. We're pretty excited about it, and it opens up a lot uh, more markets to us as we go. So when you're saying that you have the tax 
issue handled in a hundred different countries. So is that tax, sales tax specific to their specific region or is that also where, uh, I, I don't know if the international, I haven't really dealt with that, the international community has to pay tax when dealing with the U.S. or? So I'll first specify that I am not a tax expert outside of the United States. Uh, we do have an office uh, that we recently opened up in London that handles all of our international business. Uh, outside of the United States, it's generally called VAT or value-added tax, and it's a it's a it's a different concept for how sales tax is handled. Essentially, in the end, it it's the same thing. There is a transactional tax associated with selling products and services. So our tax engine has rates in it for over 100 countries, and we have a partner uh, that we, well, we, yeah, we have one partner today and maybe more, I'm not sure, that handle the remittances in other countries. So that's a big, that's a big expanding part of our business. Uh, you know, as you know, uh, small businesses grow and become big businesses in the United States. As those businesses grow, a lot of them, even though they're not that big, go global. Sure. And uh, you know, the other side of it is this is happening all over the world. Countries want to sell or companies want to sell into the United States. For them to sell into the United States, if they have any type of physical presence here, they've got to collect and remit taxes based upon our laws. So we work with lots of companies all over the world. Yes, and it's really cost prohibitive as a business owner to have to research all these different legalities, all these different tax areas. It's it's just too overwhelming. So that's where your service really comes into play. It does. It, it, you know, and what's really neat about our service is that it's easy enough and from a pricing perspective, affordable for small companies, it's powerful enough that many large companies, many of them are household names, use our tax solutions to help reduce their risk and simplify their compliance problems. So when you talk about affordable, what's the base price to start up with your service? Yeah, so we work, we work with companies of all sizes. Our pricing depends on usage, so how many tax calculations, how many exemption certificates, how many sales tax returns. It starts uh, at a few hundred dollars a year, depending, you know, for a pretty small scenario, and scales up from there. Um, we have large companies that spend significantly more than that, but you know, to, to give some perspective, we have thousands of QuickBooks-sized customers in our, in our customer base. So uh, any QuickBooks user that is finding sales, sales tax to be a challenge, um, it might be worth spending a few minutes and talking to us about your sales tax scenario. We can go through it, and if it makes any sense, we'll do an online demonstration, show you how it works, and if, uh, if you like what you see, we'd go over the pricing, and if that made sense, will make your life easier. Great. And I'll put a link up on the CRM Etc. website uh, where they can connect direct with Avalara. 
And uh, if people would like to know more about it, they can just come to crmetcetera.com, click on the link, and they can connect with you. Awesome. That would be great. Okay. So I thank you so very much for being here. I really appreciate your time, and I hope it's uh, shed some light for people who are interested in resolving their sales tax issues. Thank you. Good thank deal. you, Ian. Thank you, Kathy. You have a great day. Okay. You too. If you'd like to learn more about QuickBooks, CRM, e-commerce solutions, and other online tools to help with your business, leave your name and email. Just visit the website crmetc.com and enter your email for further information. And be sure to subscribe to the show to keep up with the podcast as new programs air weekly. Please post a review, leave a comment, or interact here so that we can continue to get to know each other better.